Welcome to Direct-to-Video DVD Extras, a podcast between podcasts where we talk about whatever we want. Now, where's the button on this thing? I still want to talk about Moana at some point, but I don't know if you've watched it yet. I haven't. I'm going to put it off until I move. I'm probably going to take one of my nieces or, like, my little cousin. That's like having a ticket in. (laughs) Hey, I'm going to see a kid's movie. Here's a kid. I brought my one. See, I, my mom took me, so I was the kid. Um, I mean, yes, I'm a 21 year old man, but but no, I don't. I don't have anything. Okay, but fuck it. <laughs> I really wanted but. to see the movie. It was my idea too. She didn't want to go watch it. Um, it looks really good. I only hear good things about it. It, it is fantastic. To me, to me, it's it's. That that movie and uh, Moana and Zootopia coming out in this one in this one year alone is to me the signal that Disney is at the beginning of another big boom of great movies. I think most of Disney's recent movies have been great, but oh, when I when I say Disney, I mean specific. I, I should clarify. I mean like Disney animation, specifically Disney animation. Right, I understand, but I also meant that. I mean, well, but, well, well, but they haven't had, they haven't had that many movies coming out until recently. Yeah, well, I mean, like they would have like one a year, or maybe one a year, and then like a crappy one on the on the next year. Well, like, like the um, like the, the last little, like the, three big ones like that the, they the had, dinosaur or cars or planes. Yeah, so the, Sorry. the the last the last big ones that that Disney animated studios had put out were Frozen, which I particularly didn't like. That's so weird to me, but okay. Tangled, which I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Wreck It Ralph, which has its flaws but is fun. Um, Wreck It Ralph's a fun movie, yeah. And I feel like I'm missing one, but these three. Um, the Princess and the Frog. No, that was a long time ago. Was it? Yeah, no. that that um, was a long time ago. I know before they they've also done um, Chicken Little, which isn't worth talking about. Now here's the thing about Chicken Little: I did not hate that movie. It's not worth talking about, Tony. So I, I don't think it's yeah. complete. Well, t- I'll say this because I said it during Lion King One and a Half. It's one of the only Disney movies that really gets into like a father son relationship. There's also very little mother-daughter relationship in Disney movies. Usually you have dead parents. I mean, you get you get some pretty good mother-daughter relationship in Zootopia. Well, you get good parent relationship in Zootopia. You do get good parent relationship in Zootopia. That's true. So but but the thing about it is is like Wreck-It Ralph, Tangled, and Frozen, which are all are all critically acclaimed movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, were were passable at worst and good at best. Man, you're really you're really trying to build up Moana for me. Like I'm gonna go to Moana thinking not... it's gonna be the greatest movie ever, and if it's not the greatest movie ever, I'm gonna come out well, real sad. Well, it's not it's not that it's great. It's just that Moana and Zootopia are both like they they are solid works of film. Like they're. They need not and want not. There's nothing... I don't come away from the film feeling like something is missing. Hmm. Which I, I felt like Frozen was missing a good story, and I felt like Tangled was missing good songs, and I felt like Wreck-It Ralph was missing a lot of 
a lot, but I, I can't quite place what because I haven't seen that movie since it came out. Uh, okay, wait. I'm going to ignore the Frozen thing because if I don't ignore the Frozen thing, we're just going to be at each other's throats again. And here's the thing that I hadn't realized. When you fight with somebody in a podcast about something that you care about but that doesn't actually matter that much... You have to listen to it again. <laughs> so you do you are you afraid? Are you afraid that you might find out the truth, Tony? Frozen's a good movie, Andy. Every time you say that, you 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 go a little more hesitant. Okay, you're a fucking idiot. More importantly, you don't think <laughs> Tangled has good songs? I I think Tangled has a good song, but I cannot remember I can only remember one. And even that one song that I remember is it? It's it's all right. It's good. It's like I like hmm. I liked it the one time I listened to it when I watched the movie. But coming out of Tangled, I didn't want to like look up the soundtrack and re-listen to those songs. Okay, all right. I guess that makes sense. I think it has some pretty good, some pretty good songs. Um, not the best Disney movie songs. I think a lot of those do go to Frozen Fro- and The Lion King. I, I have, and a few for Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid. I have to begrudgingly accept that Frozen has a real, like, with the exception of one fucking song, a really good the, soundtrack. The, the, the troll one? Yeah, like, seriously. Hmm. It's not that I dislike that one, it's that I, f- I always forget it exists. He's a bit of a fixer-upper. That's the name of the song. I know that. I don't know why I know that. A bit of a fixer-upper. Something, 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 something. Pretty sure that's how it goes. Yeah, and... and Meanwhile, I could probably sing every lyric of any of the other songs. I, I can only... I can only... Uh, I only remember, like, maybe most of Let It Go, which I have to... I, I It's a good song. It got overplayed when Frozen came out. Well, that's so I can understand people not liking it. Yeah, like, and I mean, don't listen to the radio, people. Yeah, that actually fixes a lot of your problems. Do you know how many obnoxious Christmas songs I didn't hear this year? Me, right? So uh, many. I I felt so blessed this year when I I didn't hear a single Christmas song until I went to uh, the one like uh, other than two moments, and one of them was. At a store two days before Christmas, which was all right, fine, sure, whatever. And the other one was at a Christmas like dinner event. Which, what else are you? That kind of sucks because you can't like not listen to those songs. Then yeah, at a Christmas dinner event, I um, I went to the mall with some of my siblings. I needed to get calendars. My siblings just like going to the mall. I guess gross. Um. Yeah, it's weird. We have one popular mall here. I don't know how that happened. I thought malls weren't popular anymore. They're not. I went I went to the mall and this one is. It's fucking it's fucking jumping. <laughs> I it, this hasn't I don't know how it happened. I honestly thought all malls had died by the end of the 90s. Um but uh yeah, we went into there there was a lot of Christmas music playing. It was like the 29th. And I was, I hadn't heard any of this Christian music at all this year, so yeah. I didn't hate it automatically, but it was pretty obnoxious, you know? I don't know if I retweeted it, but 
I, there's this amazing tweet that's like all Christmas music is about. And I don't remember, I don't remember what all of, there was, it was a list of five things, but my favorite uh, were the last two, which were mm. bribing Santa and fucking Santa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I remember hearing a Christmas song that was All I Want for Christmas is You. It was the same basic lyrics, but I think actually different lyrics. Yeah. And it took me a little while to realize that it wasn't just a cover of All I Want for Christmas is You. It was a different song about exactly the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's... I don't like... Christmas music is uh, terrible. I don't think I've heard a single Christmas-themed song that I like. I know that you don't remember that the killers exist um but they release a christmas song every year and i usually like theirs there's actually one of theirs that i really like because it doesn't really sound like a christmas song except it has got like sleigh bells behind it it's based off of an old poem written by a cowboy the cowboy's christmas ball based on a poem written by an actual cowboy about a really good dance he went to this one time (laughs) And it's it's jaunty, and it, it sounds sort of like a Christmas song, and sort of like a cowboy song, and it's kind of great. Yeah. I just, I just remembered that um, there's a lot of, like, symphonic Christmas music that's really just, like, mm. a bunch of symphonies that we've just, that we just now kind of associate, associate with, Christmas. with Christmas. I like those. Yeah, those aren't but bad. The- I sometimes listen to... 8-bit Christmas songs, and I honestly don't know why I find 8-bit music Christmassy, but I do. I I recently got uh, got linked to a person who was playing uh, one of the theme songs from a Kirby game on piano, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize how layered the melodies in early Nintendo music are, but holy shit, when you hear it on a piano as opposed to just, like, beeps and boops, mm-hmm. they, they have a lot of counter-melodies. Um, yeah. So, like, hats off, like, I, I don't, I shouldn't be the person to say this, because I'm sure everyone has, but, like, hats off to Koji Kondo, who's, like, the guy that Nintendo has to do music for them. Uh, or the guy that Nintendo had to do music for them uh, way back in the day. Right. So. That's pretty cool. Um. Oh, this is one of those good silences. When, Sorry, I just when, when when on both when on both recordings, there's no line, and you're like, "Did we stop talking for thirty seconds?" I think I think it's one of those things where because I don't know if you are, but I'm currently browsing the internet right now. Oh, I see. Because you're a monster, and I, I started reading something. <laughs> oh no. Oh, you pizza shit. <laughs> oh, don't talk about pizza. I have a pizza right behind me that I want to eat once we're done. That's where I was, by the way. That's why That's why I was like, I might. I, it'll take me 30 minutes to an hour because I just got into the pizza place. <laughs> I love how you gave me the same estimate that a pizza guy would. <laughs> and I gave it to you before I ordered the pizza. Once I ordered the pizza, they're like, it should be out. It, it'll be out in less than 30 minutes. And I was like, all right, yeah. Still, if if I want to get home, and if I want to eat it when I get home, that'll take me about another 30 minutes, so we'll be good. But then I I was like, I don't want to have to, like, 
hear, I don't want to have to listen to a recording of myself with, like, bloated I just ate voice. Do you have a bloated I just ate voice? I don't know if I do. I, I know I do. Huh. Because, like, but if you eat a whole pizza before doing anything, your voice is not going to come out the way you want it to. I have learned in my, uh, in my 20s that pizza is kind of gross. Oh, pizza's fucking disgusting, but I don't want to cook. I don't, I don't eat greasy stuff very much because I'm a vegetarian, and pizza's like the one greasy thing I eat, and man, it's kind of gross. Yeah. I'll eat it, and then I'll think, well, that was a bad idea. Why did I do that? It's it's just, it's, I, I always hate it. It doesn't matter how good the pizza place is. I will always regret eating pizza the next day. Yeah. Um, par- I'll regret it in, like, three hours when I'm sitting there and thinking, man, I wish I had fruit. <laughs> I wish I had just eaten fruit. I have, I've been trying to drink more orange juice recently, and, man, orange juice tastes so sweet when your uh, drinking diet consists primarily of water and coffee. I don't actually like orange juice very much. I'm more of a cranberry juice guy. I I can't take how bitter gran- cranberry juice is, so I usually mix it with orange juice. I usually do like a 50-50 split, and that that's good. Hmm. It's super healthy. How do you feel about tomatoes? I didn't eat them for a really long time, and I think that the reason was that I wasn't eating fresh ones. I don't hate tomatoes, but the, the, I don't... I don't see reason to have them as just tomatoes. I'd rather have them as sauce or maybe ketchup. Okay, so the the reason I bring this up is, I, I don't know if you've watched it, I retweeted a video earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think I saw that, it. That's, uh, it's a, it's a, I don't, I'm trying to find it, because it's a, it's a video, wait, what am I doing? I'm scrolling down my Twitter feed when I can just go to my Twitter homepage and see it, because it's the last thing I retweeted. Because I'm a moron. And I know how Twitter works. Uh, here it is. It's a video essay on how... Uh, it's called Tomatoes or How Not to Define Art. Um, and it's one of those videos where I watched it and it, it, it was able to verbally um, describe what I normally have trouble describing because it's a kind of a gut instinct. And it's... And, and basically what he did is he was able to kind of explain why I really fucking hate it whenever somebody says, A, this A is not th- is not B. Like, this is not a game, or this is not art, or this is not blah. Um, this isn't... Uh, movie, like you know, it's like um, I, I really dislike it when that topic comes up in conversation because I feel like I have to, I always have to fight my way through, through, through that before I get to a topic that I actually want to discuss, which is I just want to talk about whether it's good. I got most of that, um, but this, I guess, when you say it's hard, it's it, you found it hard to describe. I found it also hard to describe when it was being explained to me just then (laughs) so your issue is like with somebody saying maybe a piece of art isn't relevant because of the type of art it is instead of talking about how good it is 
Uh, I mean, um, no, no. I mean, because don't don't be afraid to say no. You completely missed the point. Well, I mean, you you didn't miss it. You're really close. I just um, could you because you're you're approaching this rationally. Oh sure. Um, But but what I'm like uh, you do when. What what I'm saying is is uh, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I have run into the problem where where someone don't don't talk don't talk to the audience and not talk to me. I feel I feel very left out. Like if you want to talk to just the audience, like just like tell me to take off my headphones. I don't want you to hear this until you're editing it, Andy. Like all right, fine. I'm sorry. I loved your reaction to that. That was um that was honestly beautiful. <laughs> I feel beautiful. Can you please so, can you please explain this again in a way that means that I can take part in this conversation while understanding what is going on? So ha- has anyone ever told you uh something along the lines of This thing is not art. Sure. Okay. I have you ever? Have you ever? I yeah. I think that myself, and then have to correct myself. Usually about stuff that I've done, because I feel like, you know, you're your own worst enemy. You'll always yeah. be saying, "Oh, this and this is just some stupid thing I did. It's not art." But literally every stupid thing you do can be art. Yes. Okay. So the the video dives into that mm-hmm. that that every stupid thing that you do can be art, and that's not there's it's not something that's up for debate. And I've always I, I anyway it's a really cool video. Um, but um, it the oh, the way he me, gets to the point is talking about tomatoes. Let me come at it from a different angle and see if I can sort of understand what you're saying here. Um in kind of a different way. Yeah. There was a comic book artist. Yes. That was way too broad. There's a famous picture. Sort of like a modern art thing. Okay. Probably a modern art thing. Um, that's a single panel of a comic book, just like framed, blown up and framed. And oh, this is some big uh, talk about whatever, whatever it's supposed to symbolize, whatever you're supposed to think about when you see it. The point is, this wasn't this guy's work. This was somebody else's work. And he got, he got a bunch of money because people saw this blown up in a frame and said this is art but the guy who drew that and then thousands of others like that for the comic got you know whatever they pay comic book uh artists, artists which isn't a lot yeah generally speaking is it like that yeah because is it like how because... conception can change art well, it, it it's not specifically how conception can change art. It's about how useless the argument that... Because the argument would be, 
while blown up and in a frame, it was presented as art, but comic books aren't art. That would, that was the, I think, I think that was the art. I think I've read that article and that was kind of the argument that the guy was talking about existing at the time Mm -hmm. that this happened. And, and it, the video kind of just goes, goes on to say, whenever somebody says that something isn't art, they are trying, they are bringing back up an idea that we agreed a hundred years ago is stupid. Because, because in 1914, a dude signed a fake person's name onto a toilet, called it art, and then we had this discussion. And we agreed, kind of as a community, that not everything is art, but everything has the potential to be presented as art. Everything can be art. Exactly. And, um, yeah, it's whether or not it's good art. And I would argue that writing a fake person's name on a toilet is actually not that good uh, <laughs> and, as art. Except, and that, except that since you're the first one to do it, it's kind of clever. Yeah, and... And you can I really from that angle. Yeah, and I, I really like this video because it, it, it's, it's, it's given me a way to eloquently explain to people why saying, like, to say this isn't art or this isn't a video game is stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, what, you, what you should be asking yourself is, is this good art? Is this a good video game? Because what you're doing, what you're doing, and that's for the that's a much one is you are stopping a potential conversation, and with the second one, you're starting a potential yeah. conversation. Yeah, and not only that, but but there the the possibility for debate with the first one is non-existent because all it takes is me saying, "Well, I think it's mm-hmm. art," and the conversation's over because we both disagree, and there's nowhere to go from there. But. If I did, if if I if I think that something's good and you don't, we can start talking about various aspects of the thing that made us think whether mm-hmm. or not it was good or bad. That there there is a tangibility to something being good or bad that something being art or not art does not have. Yes. Thank you for listening to Direct to Video VHS DVD Extras. I have been your host Tony Robusto. I have been your host Andy. Luke, I am your daddy, Reyes. Oh! Literally, <laughs> literally, I can't stop myself from doing it anymore! <laughs> but come on, man! <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, do not choke, but then I couldn't remember what the third word was. I was like, it's not ambitions. <laughs> Shit, hurry, come up As- with something else. Aspirations. aspirations. Um, but, oh, oh man, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Just get it out of your system. (laughs) Jesus. Okay. Um. (laughs) (laughs) You good? I am so sorry. That was not the reaction I expected or wanted. (laughs) Oh, man. Um. uh, As always, you can find us at direct2.video. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at royalty underscore valens. The underscore is important. And, uh, jeez. Oh, and you can find me on Twitter at theaterbats with an E-R. And, uh, while you are on the internet, anywhere on the internet, doesn't matter where, you can leave us a five-star rating and review. Just, um, type that into Google. Type, leave us a five-star rating and review, and presumably something will come up. That that's how the internet works. Yeah, iTunes, Google Play, we don't care. Just give us that review. The Google Play, 
Google Play actually had a weird problem where it was still playing from our SoundCloud one, which only had oh, two episodes shit. on it. Uh, but I fixed it. It all just right, took cool. a while. <laughs> That's good. Oh, and all those links are actually on direct-to-video now. If you want to go over there and just click, you can do that. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Synergy. Yeah, for the first time ever, I would like to thank Lee Rosevier for the theme from Penguins on Parade off of Music for Podcast 3. Sure. Um, Lee Rosevier is a dude. I just looked this up. Male. Uses uses masculine pronouns. Uh, it's, it is a nice theme song, and, uh, you can fucking read about that in the description if you're so up on it. If you're so inclined, yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I am the ghost of John Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goddamn. Perfect! I know who the killers are. Uh, we talked about them once before, and you said, oh, I forgot that the killers exist. Well, I mean, yeah, because, like... This was me making reference to that. Oh, okay. I was like, I know who that... I was sitting here like, there can't... I was thinking, like, are there other killers? No. This is the same killer. Okay. This is those killers. Um, 